I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. On this podcast, I explore topics in digital marketing for jewelry designers and retailers, including branding, content, email, events, social media, and more. This is episode 63, and today we're going to discuss A-B testing, which is an important tool for analyzing whether or not your marketing hypotheses are actually playing out the way they should in the real world. Before we get started, I wanted to introduce a new feature to the podcast where I discuss some current marketing news or insights that I've encountered during the week and would like to share with you. So this week, I was listening to the Glossy Podcast, which if you haven't listened to it, is a weekly show that discusses the impact of technology on the fashion and luxury industries. In the most recent episode, they did an interview with Sarah Davis, who's the founder of Fashion File, which is a luxury handbag and accessory resale site. I found the entire episode to be fascinating, but I especially liked Sarah's unique perspective on influencer marketing. Since her company was bootstrapped, she never really had a lot of money to spend on marketing. As a result, she decided to work with influencers only on an affiliate basis which means the influencer only gets paid if they're able to convert a sale. So why does this work for Fashion File? Well, Sarah says, and I'm quoting here to the best of my transcribing abilities, quote, what we realized is that people who have a lot of influence aren't necessarily the ones pushing a lot of sales. Especially in our world, there's a lot of really powerful micro-influencers with under 100,000 followers that really move bags. End quote. So basically, they won't pay for any collaborations. And even though the brand does work with some larger influencers, they still won't pay them unless it's through the affiliate model. It's just something to consider if you're toying with the idea of influencer marketing. You can also always go back and listen to our podcast episodes 46 through 50 if you're looking for a crash course in influencer marketing. Okay, let's get into the main topic of this episode, which is A-B testing. When you graduated from school, you probably thought you were finally done with tests, right? Well, we hate to break it to you, but if you'd like to develop a successful marketing strategy for your jewelry brand, then you'll still need to do a few more tests. We're going to introduce you to A-B testing and explain how you can use it in jewelry marketing. So to put it very simple, A-B testing is basically an experiment that helps you better understand what is and isn't resonating with your target audience. If you've never tried A-B testing, then I'm sorry to say, all your marketing efforts are just the result of your best guess or your intuition. Wouldn't you like to be able to make more informed decisions about where to invest your attention and marketing dollars? A-B testing is best for testing things like your e-commerce website, your email campaigns, and your social media ads. By testing each one of these channels, you can better gauge the effectiveness of elements like copywriting, calls to action, images, video, email subject lines, and more. We're going to provide some details about each one of those so you can better understand why testing matters and can help you refine your approach to marketing. 
first let's focus on A-B testing for e-commerce optimization. So if you run an e-commerce store for your jewelry brand, then you likely change and update it based on customer feedback and maybe even your intuition. What if you could create two different versions of your homepage, an important landing page, or even a product page to see which version results in more conversions? You may be surprised to discover that changing even something really small, like the color of a button, or adjusting the text in your call to action can inspire more customers to buy products instead of abandoning their carts. I found one really great example. So the Shopify jewelry store called the GLD shop, or I guess that's the gold shop without the O, was able to achieve a 300% increase in conversion rate just by changing the welcome pop-up on their homepage. So they worked with e-commerce technology provider Just Uno, and what they did was they built on some of the existing design elements of their pop-up and then created an alternative version that was larger and that utilized some different fonts and colors. However, on both versions of the pop-up, they maintain the same discount offer and use the percentage discount as the control for the experiment. Now I'm talking like some high school science uh, things that you may have blocked out of your memory, but stick with me here. So when they ran the A-B test, they saw that the new pop-up actually outperformed the old one and they had solid evidence for, for that. So they could feel confident about moving forward with implementing it. That's just one example of how A-B testing can be used for e-commerce. Next, let's talk about how A-B testing can be used for email marketing campaigns. If you've been feeling a little bit disappointed by the results of your email marketing efforts, you should definitely try A-B testing your emails. You can do that by experimenting with different subject lines, calls to action, images, send time, and more variables. In fact, if you're already using MailChimp, which is one of the most popular email marketing platforms today, then A-B testing is really easy as long as you're signed up for their essentials, standard, standard, or premium plans. Now, here's the catch. A-B testing works best with a list of at least 5,000 subscribers, so you may need to beef up your mailing list before you can fully take advantage of A-B testing. However, if you haven't reached that level, keep listening because you should still be familiar with how it works. You would simply create your email, specify that you'd like to run a test, choose the variables you'd like to test, whether that's two different subject lines, two different from names, some content, or even the time you send the email. Then you'll wanna decide how you split the recipients in your list. And finally, you're gonna choose how you determine which email is the winning email. So it may not necessarily be that the winning email is the one with the most opens. Instead, you could be tracking metrics like click rate or something else, but you get to decide that when you set up the A-B testing. I really particularly loved reading about how the luxury luggage brand Away was able to use A-B testing to discover some important insights about their email subject lines, which they wanted to test. So they actually found that they get better results when they use their store name in review request subject lines. And they also found that they should avoid using um, exclamation points or uppercase words in subject lines if they want customers to open emails. 
Finally, let's talk about how you can use A-B testing for social media ads. So for many brands, one of the easiest ways to engage in A-B testing is to apply it to a social media advertising strategy. When you're running a Facebook ad campaign, for example, you may not be sure which imagery you should choose for your ads or even which captions to write. In this case, you can test multiple options. The next time you run a campaign, try A-B testing and see how it works. So once you decide on your campaign objective and then select your target demographic, you can start your campaign by creating one ad with one image. Then you can create one or two duplicate ads with the same image and write different captions for each one. That way, the image is the control and the caption is the variable. You can also create more ads with different images and maybe try using the same caption copy that you used for the first image. So at the end of this experiment, you'll have a great idea of which images are the most effective and which captions resonate best with your target audience. After the campaign has ended, you can apply your insights to the next campaign. Getting started. So how can you start with A-B testing? Well, let's go back to school again. You may remember from science class, ugh, that one of the first steps in setting up an experiment is to form your hypothesis. If you can't seem to remember how to do that, then you should Google Craig Sullivan's hypothesis kit. He just makes it so simple and straightforward. His kit includes three segments that you can modify based on your needs. They include one, because we saw, then you fill in the blank. Two, we expect that blank will cause blank. And three, we'll measure this using blank. So I kind of modified that as an example that illustrates how it can be used for a jewelry brand. And here's my hypothesis. Because we saw that image one with caption number three copy performed the best, we expect that creating a new campaign with similar images and slight variations on the copy will result in more effective ads overall. We'll measure this data using Facebook Business Manager. Did you know that there are also tools you can use to help enable your A-B testing? So some of the best tools available today include, first, Google Optimize. Google Optimize will allow you to test variants of your web pages and see how they perform per your hypothesis. One of the best things about Optimize is that it works closely with Google Analytics. In addition, one version of Optimize is actually free, so you can start taking advantage of it right away. Another tool is Optimizely. If you would like to invest more money into your A-B testing, then you can consider using a tool like Optimizely, which is actually considered the world's leading experimentation platform. Even someone who doesn't have technical skills can create their first test quickly and easily. And finally, you can try some Shopify apps that are just for A-B testing. So if you already run an e-commerce store on the Shopify platform, then you can try Neat A-B testing and products A-B test. The former will allow you to test things like pricing, copy, images, product page layouts, and homepage layout, while the latter allows you to split test your product details and pricing. Now that you know all about A-B testing, you don't have any more reasons to keep guessing about your marketing efforts. Once you know the results of your test, you can better reach your customers and watch your sales grow. So what do you think about this concept, A-B testing? Is it something you'd like to try with an upcoming marketing campaign? 
I'd love to chat with you more about your marketing hypotheses. You can always shoot me an email, larissa at joyjoya.com. That's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com to bounce your ideas off of me. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com where you can download our free ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers.